I'm yeah. not watching the NFL yeah. anymore. Yeah. Taylor Swift, why is she doing <laughs> exactly. that to the NFL? <laughs> doing what? <laughs> she's no. selling tickets and girls are going to games with the boys and the dads. <laughs> I don't want to see that. It's like your wife is watching football with you for the first time in your entire relationship. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is for she the boys. She won't leave. Football's for the boys. <laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> This Saturday, I'm going to torture myself. <laughs> well, let's go. That's not what I was thinking. You were Con- congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going Lord. to a doctor named Magnus. Magnus. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty Dude. tough. <laughs> His name is Magnus, and he does myofascial treatment. Oh, wow. Or whatever, therapy. Oh, yeah. So I've got these neck things, dude, 15 years now, and uh, bulging discs and everything. But some of the pain I'm experiencing doesn't make sense. It's like, that, does, that doesn't sound like like disc pain. And yeah. like, you know, chiropractors I, I, I know and stuff, they're like, there's people who have what you have, and they don't feel what you're saying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, well, I don't know. If, I don't know. So anyway, I've done deep tissue massage. Mm-hmm. Uh, not specific on the neck, more like lower, like traps yeah. maybe, or like yeah. rhomboids and all that kind of stuff. And um, anyway, anyway, looking online, myofascial pain syndrome pops up. So I started looking at that, and then I was talking to somebody, and they said, "You want some good?" Uh, good did they say good Magnus? Doctor. They said, "Go to Magnus." And I was like, "Who's Magnus?" It's like a weird, like yeah, '90s yeah. action hero, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Magnus. Magnus. And uh, <laughs> so I'm going to Magnus Saturday at 4:15. That's a weird, it's a weird time. And that you preach the next day. Oh yeah, dude, Magnus. I'm gonna have like bruises and be like, hey, "Guys, yeah. listen, I didn't get in a fight or a wreck." All right, Magnus, Magnus, yeah. got, me. <laughs> Magnus got me. Whack. So uh, I'm, I'm, dude, ex- I'm not cool. excited about it. I'm not yeah. excited about it. I am excited about the potential of being able to turn my neck more than this without feeling like it's gonna crack in half. Though yeah. that'd be nice. Yeah, maybe not wake up in the middle of the night and ah, oh. That'd be nice. Everybody needs a little Magnus in their life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think he's going to be this massive, burly, like Viking-looking dude. Oh. He's not. He's just a typical white dude. Didn't even let me hair. dream it up a little. No, he didn't. He <laughs> completely he's shot it down. It, man. He, is, he is not. Yeah, I talked to him on the phone. We had a great conversation. Yeah. Very communicative. Uh, he texts, which is awesome. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, I'm let's, a texter. Let's like, go. I'm yeah. sold out to texting. I'm too far gone. Like yeah. email, I hate email. I'm officially I hate email. Yeah, I do too. I hate email. Yeah. Did I just, Magnus done say, "Hey, don't call me Magnus. Just call me Maggie." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be nice. Magnus. <laughs> Think of me more as a Maggie, not a Magnus. <laughs> I oh no, as a Maggie. So. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we're already there. Oh, we're there. Yeah. It's like, 2024, y'all. It is. We yeah. have been doing this for a year. Yeah, we have. One year. Wow. year. We're all still here. Season three. It. Yeah. We didn't get canceled. Nobody yeah. got canceled. <laughs> Partially because not many people watch. <laughs> <laughs> we're just. Can't get yeah. canceled if you this don't have an audience. <laughs> this is the season this we're getting season. canceled. <laughs> can't, get, can't get canceled if your audience isn't growing. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to get canceled when your mom's the only one watching. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. All of our moms <laughs> watch. Moms. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I don't and even think of, my mom watches. <laughs> a lot of other people who are like our moms watch, you know? saying it's just like oh man it's no okay. no i hear actually quite often that uh, people enjoy the podcast from all different ages yeah yeah, yeah. no that's true just we, the clips though 
Just the clip. Nobody watches the long form. <laughs> Nobody's watching this, but they're going to watch the clip of Magnus. No, you're right. <laughs> and like, that's, Ma- that's the viral True. clip. It's Maggie. Yeah. Yep. It's a, not anything we'll tag that we in say. the comments. No. no, we, so check it out. Like a few weeks ago, we did a poll online and said, hey, what's your favorite part of NC Unscripted? What'd they say? Uh, so we had four options, and one was the ridiculous stuff. Just we really? laugh a lot like that. One of them is the deep theological conversation. The bumbles. The bumbles. Yeah. The I didn't bumbles. say bumbles, yeah. but that, that is bumbles, what it was. Yes. Uh, one <laughs> of them was the guest interviews, and then one of them like, was if it's something else. And mm. so I think 60% said, we like to laugh. We like there that. You go. Very cool. And then like 35% said, we like the deep theological conversations. Mm. And then the other crew was, they like all the interviews. So yeah. we're committed in season three. Nothing but funny. No more bumbles. Somebody said, uh, <laughs> "No more bumbles, no more interviews." <laughs> Somebody told me last night. Uh, they said, "Man, I'm, I'm you know, dude, we we love the podcast." I was like, "Actually, we're starting it back up tomorrow." And they're like, "Really?" They said, "Dude, the one with your dad." It felt yeah. like it was like my uncle up there. Like, he said it was awesome, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I, I loved it. I loved uncle him. Man. Just just that was a good episode. Beating us up. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he verbally assaulted us. We just took it and laughed. What do you do though? What yeah. do you do when somebody yeah. rips you in half? Yeah. You can either cry, yeah. get offended, yeah. or just yeah. laugh. No, I totally agree. <laughs> Dude, if things go well with you and Maggie, <laughs> maybe he, she, they can they, come on they, the episode. They can come oh, on the podcast. Dude, I should do a like a, a vlog of my trip. Your trip. While it's happening. Yeah. While it's happening. Hey guys. I'm going to see Maggie, and I'm going to walk him back. What's up, Maggie? He's be like, dude, he's going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, and this yeah. Guy, he's, I'm Magnus. <laughs> he's uh, he said we we work according to pain tolerance, and so you know, like it's pretty much how much can you take, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm going to be very low on that because yeah. I yeah, do not you don't know. Yeah, you also don't know what he's going to do. I might start on a one, man. Like, so there's no pride in it at all. You're like, oh no, yeah. oh dude. I've, so the I'm deep fine. tissue massage. Go for it. No, the deep tissue massage. <laughs> I went to the uh, massage envy, yeah. and uh, this lady walked in, man, and she was strong. <laughs> yeah, you can just tell. Like this woman is much stronger than I am. Yeah, and uh, dude. She started, I was like, yeah, I just, I, I'm not here for it. Like, you know, this isn't like a, a, a relaxation massage. Like I, yeah. I, I like, I, I have, I have some rhomboid issues. issues. Like <laughs> I, I got a lot of tension in my neck. I told her some stuff. She's like, okay. And dude, the, from the moment she touched my back, dude, I was in pain. <laughs> she was just like, and I was like, mm. thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I have to make noises too. Like I'm not, yeah. some people were like, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I, I Praise God! <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the word. I was bruised. Like seriously, yeah, I hurt yeah, for three days afterwards. And hmm. the next time I went to a different massage therapist, and she was like, "Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think that I don't know if it has to be that painful. Like, I don't know if that really <laughs> helps that much in your situation." So now I'm like, I'm going to Magnus. Yeah, I fully expect to be uh, on the border of crying for yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah, let's go. And uh, but I will say this: if because last time was an hour. That lady, dude, she worked me over for an hour. Wow. This is only 30 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, but uh, if I get any relief, it'd be awesome. Because everything else I've done, physical therapy, yep. uh, decompression <clears throat> stuff, uh, deep tissue, uh, chiropractic, all that kind of, I think all of it matters. I, but I'm just saying, I think I haven't hit the actual thing that's wrong. Yeah. So uh, we'll see if my fascia is bound up. We'll know next week.
Well, no, I'll, I'll give you guys an update. Yeah, that'll be that's fun. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that's an update on Jordan's neck. <laughs> that's how we start the <laughs> season three. Huh? No, so okay, we haven't met in like two months. Yeah. We haven't talked. There's a lot that's happened. A lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I think unless any of you guys have any like major news stories that's happened, I think we have to talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> we think we just have to go there. She's a billionaire now. <laughs> Dude. Officially, is that right? Yeah, the NFL's attributed to her. $331 million of NFL yeah, merchandise and one <clears throat> what we believe will be the world champion um, team uh, merchandise. We as believe. Well. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what you believe. <laughs> we believe that. You really desire, which by the time this podcast comes out, it could be. It will, you will already know. It's true. We'll it's know. true. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, but $330 million. I don't know exactly how you track that and like say it's because of her. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't understand. All of those types of things. I mean, other than saying, hey, last year at this time we had this many sales and now we have this, <clears throat> which is completely non-factual. They must know something. Yeah. Like just Kansas City? Because so like why? How would report, it boost everybody? The report said NFL, like NFL merchandise and Kansas City Chiefs. So I, there wasn't a delineation. Um, I do know that. See, they didn't boost ticket sales in Kansas City because they're sold out before and after. But um there's definitely a different different demographic. A lot of people yeah. showing up with you yeah. know Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's jerseys, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, my uh, my wife actually bought a shirt that Did says she? that. I <laughs> it love says, it. It's a it's a KC shirt, and it says uh, we can show a picture of it. And uh, a friend of ours made them. It says something like "Go go Travis Kelsey's girlfriend" or something like, that. or "Go go go Taylor Swift's boyfriend. boyfriend." That's what it is. Go Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so she got it for her and the girls, and so that's what they're wearing. I think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, think did it's you guys fun. see what American Airlines did with the the airplane? Rides from Kansas City oh, to yeah. Vegas and Vegas back. Yeah. So the, I think the Kansas City to Vegas is flight 1989. Yeah. Based off her album, and then you got uh, flight 87 on yeah. the way back from Travis Vegas. Kelsey's number. Oh, I gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Smart. Yep. They know what hey, they're doing. Ride the wave. Some people are like super upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Some yeah, people are like, ah, stop showing Taylor. I'm like, I mean, I I don't care that much. Like. I'm like, come on, to man. get mad, but yeah, I know. I'm like, dude, do you not have that much going on in life where it's like, no, I'm none sure of those people. That's do. what angry you. None of those people do. It's the well, same people that boycott the NFL every year for yeah, something. Right? I was gonna this say, this is the same people this still year. Watch and I'm still not bet. watching the yeah. NFL anymore. <laughs> yeah, but give me the Taylor XFL. Swift. Why is she doing <laughs> exactly. that to the NFL? <laughs> doing what? <laughs> she's no. selling tickets, and girls are going to games with the boyfriends and dads. I don't want to see that. It's like. It's like your wife is watching football with you for the first time in your entire relationship. <laughs> That's <know>? the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the she boys. She won't leave. Football's for the boys. <laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We uh, got to the core motivation of anger that, for people. Uh, yeah. yeah. We found it. Yeah. Dude, that's there it hilarious. Is. There it is. <laughs> so Can't have anything. I, I did see where CBS... Uh, Put another camera on the field that's just watching Taylor's box for every it's, game. Like I after the third it. game, I get it. They added one more camera to the rig. The dude's only job is to look at Taylor Swift. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think that she likes it though. Oh, I'm sure she does. So there was something that that was that she said, which was like basically like stop showing me. Yeah. Like 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 yeah. seriously, it's not. I'm I'm just here. You know. Anyway. So it'd be I'd be curious to know like if she's like seriously it's way yeah. too much fanfare. I around think me she just... says that, but I think she knows exactly what her, she's. Her doing. PR agent said, "Hey, yeah. say this. We're getting some kickback. 
and it'll make you like more likely. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. It, it does kind of lead us into a section, though, that I think is going to be a lot of fun right here. You know, based on the audience interaction and our scrub scriders, they they love the funny stuff. And because mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is taking the storm by now, and because we're Christians, well, at least 75% of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's up for debate. We'll see who's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who is it, Lord? <laughs> we, we have a game that we're about to play. It's a simple... Uh, question game but it's the game called taylor swift or the bible okay so what i'm going to do (laughs) the bible yeah i'm going to read you a phrase and it's either from one of taylor Mm. swift's songs yeah or it's from the message paraphrase Uh, in the bible oh that's great oh Oh, boy so the message or the passion translation this one this one is the message either either are yeah, so absolutely does the loser of this game get to keep their job asking for a friend? <laughs> yeah, I know, like, what? I, I know a lot of Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I'm going to do pretty well in this, okay. actually. Okay. So, I don't know uh, either of I these don't things. know the message yeah. or paraphrase that, that great. Yeah. So what I'll do, I'll ask a question. Okay. You real quick say, you know, Bible or Taylor Swift, right, and then man, we'll review the answer. Yeah, we'll do right. yeah. This is fun. Oh, so here, here's the first one. Some of these are easy, but. First one is this. She cries herself to sleep each night, tears soaking her pillow. Bible or Taylor Swift? I would say Taylor, Taylor Swift. Say Swift. Yeah, it's yeah. the Bible. Lamentations <gasps> one two. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> All right, guys, it's been right. fun. It was a good five years working here. So, I mean, yeah, now I know what yeah. we're talking about. Okay, so have you ever seen anything like this? Ever seen pain like my pain? Seen what he did to me? Taylor Swift. Taylor or the Swift. Bible. I mean, Bible. he did to me. Bible. It's got to be Taylor Swift. It is the Bible. Lamentations oh 112. Oh, stay in Lamentations. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, my god! I'm smarter. I've, <laughs> I've been sleeping so long in a 20-year dark night, and now I see daylight. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. It's- Bible. Taylor Swift. Yeah, finally. We're just going to stick to Taylor Swift. <laughs> You'll get Eventually, it. we'll get it. All right. It's okay. <laughs> this, this one's a little better. Can I go where you go? Can we always be this close? Bible. Swift. Can I always go where you go? Can we always be this close? Oh, gosh. I, I got to go with Swift because I hope that's not that sound. It's Swift. I know. It is Taylor Swift. Okay. Dude, that was way too romantic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. This one, this is the one that I think is the easiest, but we'll see. Today is your birthday. What do you want? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't pick the questions. Taylor like, Swift. Okay. Yeah, Swift. The Bible. The Bible. It is, it is the Bible. I know. I know. Psalm two, seven through nine. Today that, is your birthday. What? What do you want? Now I am God, losing the a message lot of signs. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm yeah. losing a lot. Of, wait, what is the actual scripture again? Psalm two seven through uh, two seven through nine. So it's obviously they're portioning out this part. Okay, yeah. Okay, get, let's, let's get a, the let's get a check quick. on that, please. Let's go ahead and I'm just rip way the message. Too curious yeah, on guys, this one. I don't even this feel doesn't bad. Tell not you right this. now. <laughs> it watches not even be a real quiz. I literally just ripped this from somewhere. It's just all made up. All right, this is ESV. <clears throat> I will tell right. of the decree the Lord said to me, "You are my son. Today I have I have begotten you." Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. So much better. Okay, hold on. (laughs) So 
begotten you. Is Today's the your birthday. What? what? I have what I've begotten you, you. Today's your birthday. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, can we get the King James version? Do you have let's, the message? Let's go back to yeah. the real. Begotten. Yeah. We're begotten gonna, is we're gonna, birth. We're gonna lower down what to begotten into birthday. Let's see what okay. the real Bible right. says. What do you the want? Yeah, let's see what Paul says. <laughs> so, <laughs> what did he say in Psalm? <laughs> what, what did Paul say? Oh my god! In English. In <laughs> now, sometimes it's hard to find the verse number in the message. They clump verses together. Yeah, like it was definitely the begotten yeah. part. Yeah. The, yeah. What do you want? Uh, I'd like some crushed vessels, please. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got some iron. I okay. some birthday Two cake. verse seven. Seven right, through nine. Seven through nine, right. Yep. Okay. I would, declare, uh, I would declare the decree the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son, this day I have begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Wow. God Whatever you heathens. want. Hey, hey, son. What, what do you want? I like, I like this God. <laughs> this God. I like the one that says birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You make me feel special. <laughs> uh, well, what's okay. the message actually let's, say? What's the... F- um, I wanted to... Oh, the rest of it? Yeah, yeah. the rest okay, of it. I was read, just curious. The, yeah, let's read the whole, yeah, good the, call. The good little call. section. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe you know, maybe Eugene, maybe, maybe he kind maybe of brought a little bit of... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. passion. We should maybe read that one, too. I uh, know. Oh, man. Um, let me tell you what God said next. He said, you're my son, and today is your birthday. What do you want? Name it. <laughs> Nations as a present, continents as a prize. You can command them all to dance for you or throw them out with tomorrow's trash. You say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. I guess. Okay. I only read the message from now on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a tough one. Let's man. just keep going. Question yeah. six. You'll find out what it's like to dot, 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 get drunk, dot, 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 and wake up with nothing, dot, dot, dot. Strip naked. Oh, that's that's the that, message. Yeah, that's message. the Bible. Yeah, that is the Bible. Lamentations yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, because with nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was nothing. Like, yeah. you know, the dot dot dots got me too, but I I did need to put that in there because that's excerpt or uh, taking some of out. Okay, that might have been inspired. <laughs> <laughs> no, what other ones? It's back on the board. All right. I don't know. You hate me. You don't love me. Um, this is I'm question gonna say the seven. Message. Okay. I'm going to say Bible. Yeah. Man, dude, that's that's 50-50, man. I, it doesn't matter. I'll just, because you said the Bible, I, I'll say Swift this time. It is the Bible, but this one's in Judges. Judges 14, oh. 16. That could have gone either way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't belong, and my beloved, neither do you. Beloved? beloved. That's the message. Yeah. Swift. Taylor Swift. <gasps> Boom! Wow. The Lakes. Yeah. That's the name of the song. It's true. It's a good song. <laughs> right. She said beloved. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Maybe she's about, that's the Kelsey. message would never say beloved. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the you got passion? it wrong. I like you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Says yeah, you're right. Exactly. All right. Two questions Love left. <laughs> uh, long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. Taylor Swift. Read it again. Long were the nights. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. I want to say Swift. I'm going to say that that's God speaking to the Israelites. Wait, it's, say it again. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. I like that you gave the reference to. Or well, I'm like I'm trying to put myself yeah. in Eugene's mind now that we read the whole yeah. birthday thing. I'm like, what else can we mess up? Yeah. All right, um, That's true. Swift. It is Taylor Swift. Ah. Dear John. Ah. Last question. John. Double the points. We haven't been keeping track, but we're gonna this one. <laughs> Ooh, How can you say I love you when you don't even trust me? Man, the message. That's every. 
every yeah. woman in history has said that at some I point. I would say that that's in both. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, it's Old Testament and it's uh, yeah. Taylor after a, you know, breakup. Yep. Uh, I'll go Old Testament. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go the message for me this time. Yeah, I'll go Bible as well. All of you win. Judges 16. Very nice. Mm. Well done. Man, well you, done. That was way that more was, difficult than I was, was originally thinking. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think. I'd be curious, like people watching, yeah. like how they actually did yeah. too. Yeah. Like, cause that's, I took, I Let got 60%. Let us know your score. Yeah. 60. Yeah. yeah. 60%. I don't Some know. I'm like, it's literally, a, you could have just <clears throat> flipped a coin. I would yeah. have honestly had no idea. So here, here's kind of the funny thing though, is that actually kind of plays into <clears throat> a question that we got at the end of the season. Okay. And we accidentally fell into the conversation, but we had to finish out the, the actual uh, game. Okay. But the question was this. Is the message paraphrase helpful? Oh, we're going there. We're going to go. Uh, it literally, it literally. <laughs> helpful is such a broad word. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on it, where you're coming from. Is it your birthday? A... <laughs> <laughs> it what do you present? want? <laughs> do you want to feel convicted or not convicted? <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, man. Are you trying to grow deeper in your faith or do you have no faith at this point? Oh, man. Don't do Eugene like that. We're going to get canceled by the Christians. That's who we're going to get canceled. I mean, it might be a good start to have a conversation. I would say overall, is it helpful? Yes. It's hard to look at any translation and be like, it's not helpful. I wouldn't anchor yourself to that. I agree. Don't anchor yourself to that. (laughs) So it's a, um, the way that I think about the message is it is a commentary. Yes. So I would say it's not yep. a translation. Yeah. I, I like commentary and, and, you know, I don't know how uh, scholarly my, my it uh, thinking thought process yeah. would be, yeah. but I'm it's like, okay, it's green commentary. Green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just throwing <laughs> spaghetti at the wall. Right. Um, it's uh, it's there's commentaries, which is like how people sort of interpret what's being said and offer thoughts and offer different ways of, of looking at something. Some of the commentaries are obviously, obviously very very scholarly and and offering um that but but it's like whenever you read a commentary you don't take it as the inspired word of god right, right? Yeah. Yeah. you take it but you, it, it has weight it's as helpful. far as yeah it's like, oh, it's i haven't thought about using it in that way right yeah but i when you start talking about a paraphrase now we're getting into like actual translations and you know thought for thought word for word type conversation of how interpreters or uh, translators yeah. have have done um translating and so so eugene peterson i were that's the guy that did it yeah is there's a lot of legitimacy in a lot of the things that are said and and all that so i wouldn't say it's like useless yeah but like it shouldn't be your primary source yeah like you said it's an addition to the real king james commentary or it's what <laughs> the real King James version. It's an addition to KJV. <laughs> like I was somewhere in my head, and then I just heard that out the side. I'm like, man, I've got to acknowledge it. Not the new one. Sorry, not no, the new one. Not the new King James. Not version. the new. You got paraphrases. You got translations, which is was like point two or the second mm-hmm. part of the actual question is is what's what's the difference? But then are some better than that? Now, what's funny is this question mm-hmm. came in two months ago. We've just been having some conversations, literally around that topic. Yeah. You've been doing yeah. a little research, like like. That well, I had of- I had lunch or coffee with a guy a few weeks ago, and and it came up. And mm-hmm. um, the way that my brain works is, I don't, I don't maybe I'm just kind of dumb, but like I'll study something 
And then, like, if I don't talk about it for, like, four years, everything, there's, like, cobwebs on it. And I'm like, yeah. wait, okay, uh, let me let me remember the because, yeah, there's, I don't, dude, there's a ton of different oh, yeah. translations, like, yeah. a, a ton. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably <clears throat> most people think there's, like, maybe 10. There's a lot more than that. Yeah. A lot more. And it, whenever you begin to research how all of the different translations over the years going back to the original manuscripts yep. that, that we have, when you start doing the research on that, yeah. um, <clears throat> at first people are usually shocked and surprised. And for some, they're like, well, how can we trust that any of it? And that's where a lot of people go. And so I think that's actually why a lot of people don't like to talk about it because they mm. feel like it could undermine their trust. And yeah. that's why a lot of people, King James, it's, it's old. It's been around a long time. Yep. If it was good for Paul, it's good for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, but what's funny is it's when you go back to the sources and and how things were translated when they were translated. Uh, I believe more knowledge of it actually uh, stabilizes wh- why there are different translations yeah. and what the intent of that translation was. <laughs> yeah. To where then you can hold all of these things sort of intention and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I mean, it depends where we want to start. If we really want to talk about that, do we start from the the beginning? Not that we're scholars and and have all the answers, but or do I, I we think just... right where we're at is good. You know, like literally how it fell into it, like just that conversation. Because you know, one of you, one of us just said, uh, you know, there's so many different yeah. ones, and you know, there was there was a lot of content around the question, but it was like our translations almost like personality types for people. Like one works better for me, the way that I think, the way that I process uh, my vocabulary, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and being that there's an abundance, is there danger to everybody using, hey, you're a new King James guy? I'm a, th- like, is that dangerous if I'm trying to be in a community of believers? Uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of a broad question, but, and I don't know how deep we want to go into it because. I think it's a I think it's a fun conversation. I do too. And would be super helpful. Uh for me, I usually just say if you want to if if your understanding of the Bible is just kind of like, hey, I, I honestly don't know where to start, I usually tell people, hey, start reading the NLT. And then if you want to start doing some study, I say I recommend the ESV. That's my I don't I usually don't tell people other options. There's other right. options out there, mm-hmm. but Keep Those are the two simple things. Hey, you want to try to understand it and you want a basic understanding. NLT helps you understand, gives a little bit more modern language around it. If you want more word for word and in our modern language, ESV is a good option. So yeah, NLT is thought for thought. It's yeah. like, what is the thought of these two or three or whatever scriptures, or maybe just that one scripture. And it, it takes it and it puts it in words that are, it's not like the message. Yeah. It's not that far yeah. away or, or illustrative or whatever. But it's the thought in normal words, and so you get the thought of it. But yeah, what you just said, there's word for word and there's thought for thought. Okay. Um, and so word for word is, yeah, the ESV sentence structure sometimes is a little yeah. weird. Uh, but it's trying to be like, it's the, the ESV is trying to still anchor it to some of the the way the Greek was, the way the Greek was translated and therefore their sentence structure was very different from our sentence structure. Yeah. So they're trying to go back to that and it's hard to, it doesn't translate in our culture really. Yeah. That's why you got. That's why it's a good study Bible versus. So you have you have four different um, types of, of of approaches to trans translations, right? And so I just looked it up real quick. It's ah. 
word for word, meaning for meaning, thought for thought, and paraphrase. All right. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> so you've got word for word, and look, these words. I I don't. I've never studied these words, but I just know. That Based upon this, of course, this is what this means. So yeah. there's formal equivalence, and that's word for word. And then you have closest natural equivalence, which is meaning for meaning, functional equivalence, which is thought for thought, and then retelling, which is paraphrase. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but, I'm just there retelling. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, funny. It it feels like, and that's why a lot of people who are they they hate the retelling for. And 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 this one, you've they put um they it's it's on a yeah. spectrum. Um, man, it might be a, a cool graphic to actually show yeah, you know, yeah. on the screen, but it's it's a spectrum. And so you have some that are f- far on the left of word for word, and it's like uh, New American Standard Bible, uh, ESV, KJV, NKJV, New, New King James. Um, you have like those that are way on the left, and then it, the spectrum kind of goes this way, and that's where you come into um, the uh, – what is it, GW? Uh, God's Word Translation, yeah. And then you get that's meaning for meaning, and there's really only mm-hmm. one there. But when you get to thought for thought, that's where the CSB, the NIV, and the NLT come in. That's what we're talking about. Yep. So typically, you hear people say word for word or thought for thought. You mm-hmm. don't hear meaning for meaning too much. Yeah. Uh, and then you go further to the right, and it's it's the the paraphrases or the retelling. Mm-hmm. And I said commentary because like the message on this spectrum is all the way to the right on yeah. retelling and paraphrase. Um, and so you know, yes. Technically, it's a paraphrase, right? But mm-hmm. it's almost, I think, in my mind, it's almost like, let's just get it way over there. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and there's um, safety in that. Knowing that that's yeah. the category that I'm, I'm, you know, using this tool from, like, kind of positions yeah. me on a way to even utilize that in my life. Well, when you're teaching, too, and, and again, you, you can split hairs on this, and that's fine. I, I, if somebody disagrees with the way that I would say this. But, um, like, if I'm teaching and I use the message I want to make sure that I'm letting people know, like, yep. I, I, this is dancing on the edge of, I, like, I, I don't know if I'd say it's the inspired word, okay? Yeah. It's helpful, like we've already established. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, mm, you know, uh, I mean, we kind of, we were joking a second ago about the Passion Translation, which is another, sure. um, there's actually people who are supportive of the message who would say the Passion's not even a legitimate translation of the Bible. Um, like. And you can go sure. read, a, listen to a lot of biblical scholars who have a lot of problems with it, you know. And then those who are proponents of it are like, "Hey, it's no different than the message. It's no different than man." There were there was uh, opponents of the New King James Version whenever yeah, it right. came out, it, yeah, and so true. they say they take that logic and say it's no different. People just are against it because it's new. The problem, though, <laughs> is that the guy that interpreted this one says a lot about how the Lord opened up secrets to him. And oh, whenever yeah. someone starts Very saying nice. that an angel or yeah. the Lord has opened up secrets. Big red flag. Yeah. Like you always, knowledge type yeah, stuff? Okay. Like oh, a nice. new revelations of things. Oh, very yeah. nice. Has and you read the end of the, Revelation? The, <laughs> and then, there, But when there's lack of scholarly work attached to that, yeah. and you've just got someone saying, yeah. I believe that God gives us revelations of Scripture and all that, but new revelation yeah. like, there's just certain words that you you start saying okay wait, 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 what, what are you talking about here an angel came to me and told me okay wait wait what did the angel okay yeah. is your name joseph smith like yeah, what are we talking like, about exactly what I'm your mormonism yeah. is showing yeah it, it starts going that direction and it's, and so that gets dangerous and that's red flags and sometimes it just takes a while for things like for you yeah. to know whether you can really trust something or not mm-hmm. 
And uh, so, the, you know, the passion, it comes out. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, my gosh, it's so much more colorful. And when it's, it's understandable and understandable. It, it hits me right here. Like, I feel it. I, I it's Yeah. But then you start reading certain moments, parts, and you're like, wait a minute. What, what, why did it say it like that? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm not here to, like, make yeah, any definitive it, statement about the Passion Translation. I'm just, we're talking about it. Yeah. And, well, that's one of the things that comes up. And there's certain things that, there are some pretty uh, big scholars out there biblical scholars who don't have problems with all the other ones and they're like hey man this makes sense it's thought for thought word for word and the way okay you know yeah yeah okay that 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 and then who are like no yeah not this yeah so take it for what it's worth uh with that one i don't personally uh read that one um yeah i I agree though just as far as practically like what you said um i think nlt is a is a it's an easy read um that's it's good, and I think ESV is that next step. There's the NIV that a lot yeah, of people yeah. use, and um, which is also it's close to the yeah. NLT. Yeah. Um, as far as like the history of it, if you if you're like a nerd, kind of want to go into that. Um, if so, it's funny because like I said, I was talking to this guy recently, yeah. and um, I went and I've recently looked at videos on this, and so um, let me just tell you. Two two good videos of if you wanted to uh, look up something, uh, I got to go back and actually search it real quick. But um, there the ESV is, creation background documentary was so cool. I like that one. I, I don't think I, I didn't watch the documentary. Yeah, on Crossway it. did it. It was it was really cool. So uh, there <laughs> is from uh, I think it's useful charts. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Useful charts has a video called English Bible Translations Family Tree. And, we'll drop the link in the comments um, for you. Yeah. yeah. You can go watch it and it's it it takes you back to like every every translation comes from a certain source of Hebrew and Greek manuscripts and the King James was actually written out of what's called Textus Receptus which is from something else, right? And and but it was using texts that were manuscripts that were like, you know, I did I again, hey, I'm not a I don't dates or yeah, but it was like a few hundred years after uh, the originals were written, right? Yeah. So, so that's what King James used, and you can go do that some video research. Shows it. Yeah, it shows okay. some of it, but there. And he mentions in here, he does mention Erasmus and the people, and and kind of there. There was some, there was some pressure behind the getting the the Bible out. And there's some politics involved, okay? Yeah. So, so that's what the kind of stuff that people get weary about. It's like, oh, it's just a king sure. that was trying to do this. Yeah, but also it's not just that. But Erasmus and different there was there were certain verses that were kind of not done extremely well. But it was also using manuscripts that were sort of like later dated. Well, whenever you get towards uh to like ESV and all of these kind of the things that we've been talking about, they use a different text. I think it's the Alexandrian text or something like that. And mm-hmm. actually those go back to their dated to the first century. So whenever you watch these, uh, these documentaries about ESV or about mm-hmm. um, uh, what Logos put out a documentary, uh, the um, fragments of truth. That's what it is. Ah, and yeah, that was a good one. All the fragments they're talking about that it's going back to like first century stuff. Those weren't available yeah. whenever King James, hmm. the King James version came out. And so, so actually, you know, you could look at it and say, hey, the, the versions that we have now are, you could say, more accurate potentially. But, but you know, it's again. They're to the original timestamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so 
I'm not saying the King James Version is not uh, good no. or the New King James. No, of course not. Goodness gracious. But it's it's kind of we're looking back a few thousand years, right, <laughs> to uh, to scriptures that were risen, written uh, not not to us today in 2024, True. but written for us. Yeah. And and so there's so many filters in place. And and again, some people are like, oh, well, then how do we know that it's we have the word of God? Yeah. OK, uh, we just also it's good to look at multiple translations to get maybe it's a word or a thought. And, and we can begin to to see uh, a clearer picture of of the intent of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's also why we're supposed to search the scripture. That's why it's yeah. also very important for teachers to um, tread lightly. And that's why whenever you start getting into conversations about new revelations and things, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like. Let's just yeah. go slow with that. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, the scripture says this, but what it really means, it's like, okay, based on what, you sure. know? Um, and and uh, anyway, so you could go do English Bible translation. There's a, there's another funny one. Uh, I say funny. It's actually really well done, but it's in a, an easy thing. Let me see here, because I just looked at this recently. Uh, oh, uh, Redeemed Zoomer. Uh, all Bible translations explained in seven minutes. And um, he actually does a on the on the thumbnail. It's the uh, he does literal to paraphrase is one. It's like an X Y axis yeah. chart. He is literal to paraphrase and then Christian to secular. Ah, and he's like yeah. Christian to secular. What do you mean? Yeah, actually, there's some translations who instead of using Christian words, they use secular words instead. And you have to go watch the video to get what I'm talking about with that. Wow. That's why there's some translations you've never heard of and never used because it's actually written, uh, influenced from more of a secular point of view. But you'll have certain uh, more liberal denominations that will use those sure. translations. And that's also partly why some denominations start getting very progressive in different things because you start tweaking some words yeah. and all of a sudden it starts shaping thoughts. And That's it. Yeah. It's really well, you. It's really you touchy. are. I mean, the statements you are what you eat, and yeah. as you ingest it, I mean, it makes sense from a church from a church standpoint or a denomination standpoint. But you know, it, it, on the extreme end of the spectrum, if if I only read a certain, let's go to the message, that's going to become the lens that I see God through, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be um, very, very poetic, very romantic, very, romantic. Um, very, <laughs> very romantic. I mean, but it's going to be extremely personal. Um, but might be incomplete. Uh, you know, years ago, I'm sure they still have it. They used to sell these things called parallel Bibles. And yeah. and now we got, you know, yeah. software to do that stuff. But you'd literally buy a Bible and have four translations in it side mm-hmm. by side. And you could be like, okay, 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 that. But um, I think everyone's kind of come to the spot that says an extreme um, ingestion of one thing is potentially dangerous. So yeah, yeah. it could be harmful. And, and, you know, you can't throw out that, there's been times in history where people were writing translations with a filter on and they were saying, th- I mean, I think, and don't hold me to this completely, but I, I believe it was like the Geneva Bible was used by like a lot of Calvinists. Right. And mm-hmm. so it was like, that's uh, well at the same time. And I, I'm pretty sure that uh, this is coming from the video uh, that the first one that we just mentioned, I'm, I'm pretty sure, but he mentions this, that then at the same time, the Bishop's Bible came out because it was like, Hey, they're 
you know, these people over here, the, the reformers are using these, this Bible and people yeah. are re and we got to come out with our own. Almost like a maintain. response. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's like, huh, huh. there's a whole lot of that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's sort of the behind the scenes, you know how it is, man. Uh, football, we've been talking about NFL. It's like people are like, oh, dude, I love football. I love football. And then all of a sudden, as you, you start, start becoming aware of the business side of it, all of a sudden you, re you realize, man, that QB don't really care about the yeah. jersey he's mm -hmm. wearing. It's about how much he's getting paid because then he'll sell them out immediately. Yep. And then it, you lose the uh, the novelty of the game. And it's yeah. like, oh, wow, it's it's not even real. And it's like, well, dude, it, it kind of that's it's both. And man, it, it's yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like you can't. So when people get behind the scenes of a lot of things, they start. I don't know. I guess they romanticize something, and it's like, no, nah, man. Like having the having the Bible that we have today. Like people died <laughs> oh, yeah. to bring this yeah. here. You I mean, Tyndale. Oh, Tyndale. He gets he gets uh, you know executed. I think he said something about the king's marriage. He did. That was one thing. <clears throat> like but a John the Baptist also, moment. Like, a John dude, the Baptist don't, moment. Don't say it. <laughs> didn't have to say that, brother. Marriage is not valid. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, and uh, and he gets killed. And so, but just like a few years later, uh, I think three years later, if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't that long. Was so close. <laughs> king takes his, what he was doing, and they finish it, and now it's the King's Bible, you know, it comes yeah. out. And so you look at the history, it's like, man, it's pretty, the, the history of things is pretty dirty, you know, and a lot of times. So how do you, maybe, maybe personally, and maybe helping people, how do you become more knowledgeable about history and that kind of stuff while while not letting that stuff bother you and like, and like destabilize your faith, like the confidence in the word of God. When mm -hmm. I hear the word, well, there's politics involved. It's just like, yeah. like, I don't want that. I just want the pure <laughs> word of the God. You know what I mean? Like, so how do you as an individual become more aware of the history and like all this stuff, but at the same time, just be satisfied in reading of the word and let it, letting it read you and minister you. Yeah, I think it all comes down to faith in the end. I mean, you have to have faith. Like, not everybody has to be a super nerd to, like, know the exact history of it. I think having a good pastor that you trust, that you can hear them talk about, hey, this is what I think about ESV and LT, and knowing that, trusting it, but then also, like, don't just read your Bible. Like, you got to pray as well. And what is what is God speaking to you? Like, do you feel conviction? Like, if conviction is missing out of your life, maybe you need to look at the version of the Bible you're reading. Maybe that is something. Maybe you need to pray more and think about it. I think that most people have to go through the, just through the gauntlet of whether or not they are going to remain, uh, that their faith is going to remain in that it is the Word of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me, uh, I grew up assuming and uh, just taking at face value yeah. that it was the Word of God. That's what I was raised and yeah. to, to believe. And so for me, I knew there was different translations. And, and honestly, for me, growing up, translations were just, oh, there's easier ones to know of than others. Yeah. Sure. I didn't think about it. <laughs> I never thought about the fact that Hebrew was so much more of a difficult language to, uh, to translate into English or, or Greek. Like, I didn't think about that growing up. And so all of a sudden, I'm in my, I don't know, late teens, early 20s, maybe somewhere up in there. And and again, like YouTube and all this kind of stuff, there was no exposure to yeah. debates and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Like, honestly, you said pastor, like you trust pretty me. much had to trust your pastor and you yeah. believe that they know. Mm. And uh, and then you get older and you start realizing like, well, they're people and then they just went to a college. And so then you got different colleges that say different things. Yeah. And yeah. so all of a sudden you 
you start losing faith in humanity. So let's just take it out of yeah. the, the Bible real it's, quick. Let's just talk about medical doctors. Yeah. As you get older, see, a lot of people still think that medical doctors know it all. And then all of a sudden you go through, maybe somebody in your family goes through a really intense medical procedure or mm-hmm. a sickness. And then you realize sitting in the hospital room with your sick, you know, uh, yep. uh, parents or whoever it is. Yep. And then you hear the doctor come in and what you're expecting is the doctor to come in and have the answers. I mean, yep. that's, I've always, I had always thought that True. when I was younger, I was like, they know they figured out the, the body. Yeah. And so they have the medicine or the procedure that's going to fix it. And we're here at a safe place, the hospital. And so it's all good. And then when they walk in and you need that answer and they don't have it, or they have four different answers yep. and they're like, yep. whatever you want to do. And you're like, Oh no, 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 it's not whatever I want to do. I didn't go to college for this. And yeah. they're like, yeah, I went to college for 10 years. And the reality is I've learning. done this for 20 years well, and they, this is the practice. That's yeah. it. That's the word and they say. We're practicing. Medicine. It's practicing medicine. Yeah. Oh, there's not a specific thing. Okay. Yeah. I tore my ACL. It's pretty straightforward usually on yeah. some things, but there's still mysterious parts of the body. Yeah. You don't know how somebody's body is going to react to a certain medication. Yeah. Blah, blah, well, all even, of that, even right? having kids, like we, we got three kids and every time was a different experience. Yeah. Yep. Like they did things differently each time. So it's like methods are going to change and evolve. And that's that's just, why I have a problem when people have, have a, a negative experience with the doctor and they say, he's not a good doctor. I'm yeah. like, Bro, th- why are you saying that? Yeah. Oh, well, he just wasn't nice. Okay, that doesn't mean he's a bad doctor. He just didn't like his delivery. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, you know, well, in the surgery, I mean, I came out and I've I've just I just never I don't know, my knee's not right. Well, yeah, maybe you fell mean. on the thirty percent of the seventy percent. Yeah, that was, yep. you could have gone to the yeah. best of the best, and maybe you have weak, you know, your bone yeah. structure, your diet leading up to it was bad. Yeah, so it right. caused inflammation. Oh, and now you it's didn't there. finish your physical therapy. Okay, yeah. so therefore it healed <laughs> wrong. Uh, you didn't. You could. You didn't get out of bed when they told you to after yeah. the surgery, and so you actually arthritis or whatever formed yeah. around that surgery. I'm just saying. If we take that yep. point of view and we and we have that understanding and then we apply that and that's just the physical body like guys it's pretty straightforward we can study bodies it's right the Hebrew text and the authors that's <laughs> so far away yeah. that we don't have like you know the uh, I, I want to be uh, uh, sensitive when I say this but like we have physical bodies in front of us and we can continue to. We have the original Hebrew text. We don't have the author sitting in front of us. Yeah. So we have to look into what we believe sure. and, and scholars believe. And, and all the yeah. wealth of knowledge building up to this moment believes that the original intent of that author was. Yeah. And also, do you believe that they were inspired by God, the creator of the universe, and, and that God literally spoke through them in what they wrote and faith? There is elements of faith all throughout it. And at some point there is, you've got to cross over from, I I just need it to be intellectually and logically explained. And although there's a wealth of things to study and look at, it doesn't matter how much you study at some point, the spirit of God has to reveal it truth to you. And it's also why whenever you're reading some paraphrases or different things, uh, or people's takes on things yeah. that you still have to rely upon the spirit of God for discernment of like, that's something's wrong with that. Yeah. Where's that coming from? I don't know. Yeah. And whenever I was listening to that guy talk about God has revealed secrets to me, the, yep. there's something that says that's just, it, it might not mean 
absolute heresy. <laughs> it's a red flag, though. It's yeah. a okay. Are there other red flags? Are there other? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel that? Why is why what are parts did God give you new knowledge of? Yeah, yeah. Like what, what are we? What are we say? And then it's not always the first time that somebody mm-hmm. says something. It's like what about the next translation? What about the next thing? It's steps. Yeah. And so the first red flag might not be that big of a deal. It might not. That mm. might not actually be the thing. But then they build a, a following and a ministry, and then people go hook, line, sinker with them, and begin to they begin to take people on a journey, and then ten years later, it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I personally, I'm 39. Um, you know, I'm I've just seen it happen in my own life. We were talking about music recently, about just even in worship music at times, it's like it it it's one degree off, one degree off, and at first it's not that big of a deal. It's really not. It's it's safe. It's still good. But then at times, some, again, I'm looking, just thinking back when I was a kid, man, it just veered off and all of a sudden it went off the rails. Yeah. And what happened? It's like, well, man, maybe we got bored with just the gospel. Maybe we got bored with just the tenets of our faith. Maybe we got bored with just the presence of God and we had to begin to manufacture more and more Mm. and more and more and more and appease people and appease this and appease this. And it becomes people centric and we've lost the centeredness on on knowing God, on mm-hmm. being in the presence of God. I mean, the tabernacle, right? We just talked about the tabernacle yeah. and so many stories of people. Some were like, I didn't even know that it existed in the Bible. I only read certain parts of scripture and I never saw that. And I got a text from yeah. somebody recently. They were like, man, reading the Old Testament right now for me, it's like it's making so much more sense. And then, it, of course, it points to Jesus because yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah. It points to Jesus, yeah. and it's like it's coming alive. It's like that's why it's written in the way that it's written, yeah. yep. and that's revelation. Yeah. And we're talking about revelation of the tabernacle pointing to Christ. Like what a base, what a basic thing, <laughs> right? Of course, it's the beauty of the, of the Word of God and, yeah. and how he speaks to us. And so, yeah. Well, yep. it's, it's the whole practice. You were talking about a doctor. There's a confidence that a doctor has because of the amount of practice that's taken place. Like that first time, I'm sure there's nerves, like un- an uneasiness and that kind of thing. And I think sometimes in that scenario, as you were saying it, I'm like, okay, so I'm the patient in this story. But I think when it comes to the word of God, we're all the doctor. And the more that we practice. You can put yourself in that position. The more that we practice, there is a confidence that just comes because yeah. we're familiar with it. Well, you're you're in the Old Testament, there was priests. Now in the New yeah. Testament, we are priests. Yep. All right? And so it, it's sort of like believers are elevated elevated into a different position okay now we're all mm-hmm. priests in the kingdom and and now jesus is the high priest but we're all priests and and it's sort of like shepherds uh pastors are shepherds but but technically it's under shepherds yeah. that's the word there because yeah. christ is the shepherd he's the good shepherd and so it's like we're always submitted to him so in that scenario as far as doctors if we say we could we could put um in one sense we can say that pastors or teachers are doctors okay where people are patients i just go with me on this for a second they come to the hospital the church right and they and they expect the pastors to have the answers right because well you went to college for this or you study this all the time and so you because what people think is there's one answer all the time and it's like well it's not that easy there's this kind of a spectrum to this well i assume that you would right and so so it's man i'm not like I didn't create the body. I'm a doctor. I didn't create the body. It's still mysterious at times. It's it's amazing what the body does. And so like we're all sort of on this journey. I've studied a lot more. Maybe I've had my own experience and things. Sure. But then people do fail to realize that any time that they 
read the Bible and interpret the Bible in themselves and then put out a post or sure, talk yeah. to someone at a coffee and, and begin to speak about what the Bible is saying, you're in, in the place of a doctor. You yeah. are now speaking to someone about the practice of, of yep. your reading and, and what the Lord's speaking to you. And so you are teaching the Bible. I think people think that you're only a teacher uh, whenever you stand in a pulpit. It's like, dude, you're in a small group and, and, yeah. and you say, this is what the Lord spoke to me. I'm all, I'm very cautious, cautious. Yeah. yeah. Not scared, but, but cautious, Aware, reverent, yeah. reverent. reverent. Yes. Yeah. Dude, this is a big deal, man. This is a big deal. So, so yeah, translations are a big deal. Yeah. Um, I think knowing how translations have come about is important, uh, to where you can kind of trust it more than another potentially. Um, I will say that I think some people approach this conversation, uh, with a completely cynical approach, which is mm. assuming the worst about those who True. are, who have interpreted or translated scripture. I'm assuming that like politics, Oh, it was all politics. Nah, it wasn't. People do the same thing with the canonization of scripture. They're like, Oh, it was all a power play. Right. I'm like, nah, man. Uh, you know, Oh, w- were some, are there some people who were in the mix? Well, good Lord, man. Everything. I mean, nobody, they weren't Christ, you know, but I, yeah. I also believe you talk about faith. I believe that God is at work in all of this. And I believe that the Lord literally, I don't want to say salvaged, but maintained yeah. and, Always maintains. and pr- yeah, maintained mm. the word. Yeah. And I believe we have the gospel and, and yeah. I believe that that's, we have what we need yeah. that's to, great. to live lives that glorify God and honor him and accomplish the work that he has for us today. I believe that with all of the discrepancies or the things that sure. people say and the YouTube videos and the TikTokers and the people right. who used to be Christians and now they've deconstructed because they just found out in the last five <laughs> years that of how the trans Bibles were, were translated. I'm like, bro, that information's been out there your entire yeah. life. I'm Since sorry, at 45, you just now figured that out. Like, brother, well, so, you so know? check it out. <laughs> Going with that, there was a season in me that and I, I actually used a Bible verse to um to avoid going deeper in these things. And the, mm. the word the Bible verse was, hey, childlike faith. I'm just gonna right, believe. Right. And honestly, it was twofold for me. And and I don't know about anybody else, but it was twofold. One of it was fear of yeah. messing yeah. it up. Uh, what what you just said, the the soberness that needs to be around communicating mm-hmm. and that kind yeah. of stuff. Like it was fear that if I don't approach it like this, I can really steer people the wrong way. Right. Myself, my family. So it, it was it was that side. But then also, to be completely honest, there was just a laziness. Ah. Uh, it was mm. it was the amount of work that it actually takes mm-hmm. to allow that to not just become an idea, but a a filter, a way of life. Yeah. Dude, that's that's a work. And until until God, but also myself, said, I'm taking that next step. Yeah. It's a plateau, right? It's a plateau yeah. in your understanding, in your ability to uh, communicate about it, yep. um, in your ability to see. I was reading the Bible, and this is this is quite a while ago, but I was reading the Bible strictly about me. Yeah, like, okay, where's Mike in this? Where's Mike in this? Where's right. Mike in this? How does this apply? And then, well, they call, they call that reading yourself into the text. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, and a friend, one of you said, well, you were talking about pastors, but a friend said, 
this is this is all about Jesus. Well, I'm saying this. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> this is this is not about Micah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they actually Micah's a minor prophet. But this is all about Jesus. Yeah. And they pointed me in a direction of a Bible that had a commentary attached. It was like uh, a Christ centered or the gospel centered Bible or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it yeah. was like, where's Jesus in all of this? Right. Yeah. And the amount of work that it took all of a mm. sudden over time started to um, change the way I think, change the way I read, change the way I live. But it came through me uh, doing some work. So yeah. the questions that we put out there in uh, in devotions in 22, um, we said it was the questions of whenever reading the Bible, it's what does this say about God? Mm. Uh, yes. What does this say about um, about me? Uh, and how no, it, was, it was like context. It was like, man, uh, being aware of the context around it. Like, what do I yeah, say yeah, about context. God? And then, but yeah, we were down the list. But yeah, I <laughs> uh, dude, probably should look that up real quick. I think but the third was, what does it say about me? And it was the what, last. How thing. do I, what do I do with yeah. this information? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, the first question, if you're asking, what is, what does this say about God? What does this teach me about God? What is this scripture saying about, about the point His of this to know him? Yeah. Yeah. Who he is. And then secondary yeah is how does this apply to my life as well but sometimes i read and it doesn't it doesn't apply to to my day like as far as i need something to help me um make a decision a financial decision yeah it's like ah no that didn't help oh but today i did get reminded that god is faithful to his promise to his covenant how do i was reminded of that because i'm not saying this happened today i'm just saying like you know, because I was reading in Genesis and God made a covenant with Abraham and he said something to Abraham that I'm like, wow, you know what? God was faithful, but man, God was faithful. And he actually told Abraham that the Israelites were going to go into captivity. What does that tell me? Okay, that God is going to be faithful to his covenant, but it doesn't mean that that faithfulness is going to look like what's convenient to me. Beautiful. So it doesn't mean that the covenant is convenient. It just means that I can trust that he's going to have the last word. Yeah. Lord, I thank you that, yes. that the, the, the things in my life that are not convenient right now, that you're still with me and that, God, you, you're sovereign. You have the last word, and I trust in that. The character of God <laughs> you know? stabilizes yeah. my yeah. life when those yeah. things are yeah. tested. If I am the central figure every time I read the Bible, I have made myself the idol. Yeah, yeah. It is self-idolatry. I am the God. Oh, yeah. Now we can go somewhere on that because that's literally where people are headed is they they overstep their boundaries. And it's like the word begotten (laughs) is a joke, but the word begotten, Christ is the begotten of the Father. We are not begotten. We are beneficiaries of the begotten. Yeah. We're beloved. We're like, I am not the begotten of the Father. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a child of God, but I'm not the begotten. There's a difference in in that what those those actually mean. Christ is of the same substance, essence of, of the Father. We are not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We are created. Christ is not. There is a distinction there. Yeah. And in a lot of the, the progressive things that are out there, it's like we are, we become Christ. It's and I'm like, well, it's sort of. I can work. Okay, go on. It, in extreme cases, it, yeah. it can become yeah. that. It's like, it's like I am like Christ. I am like Christ. I want to become Christ-like. I am Christ. Yeah. 
And that's where people, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Christ wasn't like this Messiah, like actual God. He he actually just represented this, and we can become that. Yeah. What do you mean by become? Yes, become. Yes. But are you talking about like, at the, at like deeper than just like character transformation? Can and, I become the begotten? Is that what yeah, we're like, trying what to say? We, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, people don't think that. <laughs> they do. Yes, they do. They do. Sit alone with your own thoughts. You'll think it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And and because there's some truth in it, there is. Yeah. And I believe some people are like, oh, hey, it's all way over here and like very academic and all this. And it's it doesn't really have anything to do with becoming a new creation. Like right. We do become a new creation. Like you're wretched from beginning to the end. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's just God's waiting to just drop a hammer on you all the time. And I'm like, well, okay, that's extreme on that side, you know. But also, it's just everything, every conversation <laughs> becomes attention. Yeah. And it needs to be. And it has to be. And what you're saying as far as um, b- being lazy. Yeah. The potential of that is um, it for some people. Let me let me tread lightly on that. Um, because you struggle with understanding some of these things. And. and Look, I struggle too. Like I don't, I don't want to say this statement and make it come across like um, I got it all figured out because I don't. But uh, some people's capacity to um, ingest and retain and and organize thoughts and logic and all this kind of stuff and all the it um, they're either not ready for it or or maybe that that super deep thing is just. Like I don't want people to ever feel like because I'm not having those no. deep, deep conversations that it means that yes. I'm I don't know God. Um, Bro, the, I, I felt that for years, not because yeah. of anybody's doing, but because yeah. of of my makeup. Literally, I'm I've said it a lot, and I've started to say it less. But like, I work with people way smarter than me. <laughs> like that would be, and it's because like literally my ability to process certain things and then to just retain certain things. Yeah. And I thought to myself for years, it was, it was don't. <laughs> okay. So you're just limited. And there is, there is different levels and different makeups of people. But for a person that finds himself in that category of like, it's intimidating hearing this conversation, reading other translations, going into Greek stuff like that, that's yeah. terrifying. A one percent change. Yeah, right, right. A a one percent change. Well, that, I think you just said the word, or did I say the word deep? Um, you know that it's funny. I was just talking to somebody about this word recently, and uh, we, I mean, our series just had deep in our relationship with God. Yeah. And whenever I say the word, uh, man, it just it wasn't deep enough. Or if I say that mm-hmm. phrase, or like, or or maybe you said it yourself, like you know, uh, I I want to go deeper, or what, like. Let's just ask this question. What do you mean by deep? Yeah. Yeah. What, like, literally, what, hmm. what do you think of when you mean, when you say, or you maybe you hear deeper? Like, what does that actually mean? Now? For, for, for me, in the past, in the present, okay. I don't, whatever comes to mind. Um, in the past, it was more knowledge and it was like, like heavier lecture. Like, that's where my mind would go. Yeah. Uh, philosophy and that type of stuff. Today, if I think of the word deep, I think of closer, closer to closer. God. It's it's really, you said something a few minutes ago about reading the Old Testament, the covenant, and wow, God's faithfulness. The character of God became clearer. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. So for me, that's what deep is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think for most people, it probably means more intellect, like you said, like 
more almost equating it with knowledge and nerdiness of like, no, I need to know this is exactly how we got here. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I don't think that, I don't think that's actually what deep is. Like you said, I think it's more, I think closer is a good word for it, but like relevant, like this impacts me, like it's deep because it's in my soul. Yeah. I think about um, a story in the Bible, uh, Martha and Mary, you know, Mm -hmm. You have Martha in the kitchen trying to prep all the things for the party and everyone's there at the house. And it's probably a little chaotic because there's probably a lot of people in that room. Uh, What Martha was doing was good. You know, she was preparing the house. She was she was trying to get all the fine. She was trying to make the party great for the Messiah that's in the room right now. And then she's getting mad at Mary, who's just sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him teach. What Martha was doing was good, but Jesus was saying, hey, Martha, like, be like Mary right now. There's going to be Marthas who are going to be wanting to learn the deep inner findings of the Bible, but there's also Marys who are just like, hey, I just want to be with the Lord, and I trust Martha to take care of those things, but I want to be with God, and I just Mm want to sit at his feet and be in his presence. You know, I think there's room for both of those personalities in the church. Yeah. And I think inside of each one of us, there is Mary and Martha and there probably needs to be some. Yeah. And, you know, different seasons of life. I need to lean more into the Mary, like what you're saying right there. Um, Yeah. Everything is so, um, there's left and right brain. Yeah. There's Eastern and Western. There's Martha, Mary. There's, there's all, there's always the, 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 the two that are need to overlap. And if it's just one or the other, it's, you know, a, a, a Martha church can become very, uh, and I'll just kind of speak in again, yeah. separate terms here just to try to make a point. The Martha church can be all about either, um, uh, either works like work yeah, stuff. Like you gotta, sure. we gotta do, we gotta do, we gotta do and, and, or study, 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 you know, intellect, knowledge, and that, mm-hmm. like, and yeah. it's, it could be dry. Yeah. But guess what? We're doing all the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're saying all the things. We're doing all the things. Pairing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it, everything's in order, right? But then there's no, there's no oil. There's no like connection to yeah. the, the. There's no relationship potentially, you know. And and but then you got the church over here. It's like it's like it's all just the other side. It, yep. You know, whatever words we could put around that. Um, uh, just and I. I don't know how to, sometimes it's hard to put words. We're, we're really good at saying there's a lot of emotions. Are. It there's could be, a, yeah, lot could be of, just a lot of feel, a lot of yeah. Yeah. And, uh, emotional no order. Yeah. Lacks order. Man, we don't need that. We don't need, we're just gonna bask. We're just gonna whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, that could end up being a bad thing, yeah. you know, cause then you start opening up potentially to erroneous things or, or whatever. Or because it, it gets away from this, so obviously we could see the the beauty in the the balance, right? There's beauty in the balance of that, and I think we're always just kind of we're we're moving left and right a little yeah. bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We don't want to be like whoa, whoa, that's schizophrenic, you know? But it's like I think we're all just trying to 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 be in 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 this lane. And uh, but you know what's interesting is Jesus did say, you know, Mary has chosen the what he said the greater thing. Yeah, that's or true. The, whatever. Yeah. And so it's that's something that communicates to me, both and, yep. but you can have knowledge without relationship. Yeah. You really can, and uh, you can have knowledge without closeness, mm-hmm. um, intellect without 
without intimacy. Ooh, hey, whoa. Put but that knowledge one does. Wow. But knowledge does. <laughs> so good. God will use knowledge to draw us close. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And, yeah. and so that's, a, that's important. So I grew up more into in in the presence. I, I, and I'll just, I hate, because yeah. you know, like, oh, well, that's not, you can't say it like that. Because, well, let's just go there for a second. More in, the, in this side of things and less in this side of things. The problem is, is as I got older and I kind of became an adult, I was getting into that adult, my brain changed, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I've had experiences, but I don't have the intellect, the knowledge of the Bible. Yeah. I don't, there's to, to even understand what's really been going on. Mm. Yeah. And all of a sudden I had these questions come up that I didn't have answers to. And yeah. guess what happened? These experiences, people, I began to read and people were saying, well, those experiences, people have those experiences in other religions. Yep. Let me tell you what it's like. This is exactly what it is, bro. When when Aaron went with Moses and they went to fair to the to, to see Pharaoh, Aaron threw down his rod yeah. and the rod, the staff turned into a serpent. And the other magicians threw down their serpents, their their uh staffs, and they became serpents. At that moment, what what the enemy imagine what Aaron thought. Oh my gosh. Well, what was the point of that, God? Oh, yeah. What was yeah. the point of that experience of that? You said throw it down. And do, they're doing the same thing. Let's just pause that for a second. All those experiences that I had was like Aaron's staff. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, that, this means something. Yep. The voice that I heard, the conviction that I felt, all that, yeah. you know, the, the things that I've seen, the prophetic words. And, all that. and then all of a sudden I get older and I start mm-hmm. hearing people say, oh, yeah, that happens in other religions. Oh yeah, that that people have those experiences when they're on the drugs. Other staff is drawn. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh dude, yeah, you go trip out on stuff, you'll see that kind of stuff too. It's like, oh, is it just psychedelics? Like what are we So it's not spiritual, it's just it's medication or or it's somebody tripping on something? Like, oh, so it's it's just it's all chemicals in the brain that's yeah. happening. It's actually not real spiritual stuff. So that the serpents got thrown down. Yeah. But what ends up happening is Aaron's serpent ends up swallowing the other ones, yeah. mm-hmm. which if you know, Aaron's uh, staff represents the authority of God yeah. Yeah. and the authority of God is communicated to us through the word of God. Yeah. Yep. And so the word of God and the, and the knowledge of the word of God, it is, it, it is the, the, the authority and the power that then begins to, for me, the experience was that, well, as I grew in knowledge of the word yes. of God, the authority of God became way more prevalent in my life through intellect. Yeah. And I began to actually understand those experiences for what they were. Yes. It wasn't, the enemy wants to counterfeit those experiences. Yeah. And if you don't have the word of God yeah. to stabilize, like, no, no, yes. no, no, no. This, this is what salvation is. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I know in that religion, they had that experience, but let me, let me show you through the word where it, it deviates from, from this. Yeah. I just, it, the word's alive. And so yeah. I think that's kind of where, for me, I had these experiences. Information came and sort of dumbed down those experiences, right? You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But then the word of God enriched my life yes. to stabilize me. So that's kind of, that's my experience. Yes. Yeah. That's how it kind of played out for and me. And we have that responsibility as individuals, but also as church leaders. Yeah, yeah. I'm just re- I'm remembering towards the end of last year, towards the end of 23. Wow, well, I was like, what yeah. year is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, we We were just, praying and thinking about the church and you said guys right now this next season 
we really want to lean into you know the relationship the 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 presence, presence like that yeah. you know the 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 mary that's you know but it was because hey for a little bit we've kind of been leaning this way so the beauty and the balance i think that's yeah. a great way to say yeah. it as a church we're fighting for it but also as individuals yeah we have to fight for that as well which takes a proximity or a closeness to yeah. god to know man <laughs> where am i at right now so yeah, yeah. Uh, a good conversation. Oh, that's, dude, that's great. It all One thing I think it might be good to bring clarity to is, you know, we knocked a lot about new revelations. I think to clarify, we do believe that God still speaks to his people. Yeah. And right. we're not saying that we believe that God doesn't speak anymore. Right. But we don't think that God is revealing new things that would should change the entirety of the right. Christian religion. Yeah. So just to throw that out there, because yeah. yeah. we did prophetic, knock it a lot. Prophetic words, I believe in that God is yeah. still speaking Absolutely. like that. We believe in prophetic Absolutely. it's um does that prophetic word or that new thing does it align with with yeah. with yeah. old yeah. things with <laughs> does the existing align with scripture they <laughs> bring it bring it to a trusted elder in the church a trusted leader your group leader and like get it confirmed yeah. you know if you feel like god's speaking to you about something and you you don't know what to do with it yeah dude bring it to your group leader and dude We'll, we'll dive into it. Yeah, it's okay to not actually have answers to everything. Yeah. You might like, not know. We we just don't we don't know when Jesus is coming yeah. back. And like, some we, words <laughs> are just for you. Like it's just <laughs> yeah, God right. trying to do something yeah. for you. It's not like he told me to read the whole Bible, so everybody yeah. together we're gonna read it in a day. It's like, <laughs> dude, hey, don't put that on me. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say that to me. <laughs> so, dude, I think this is a great first episode. Season three. Season three. Still I don't know what it. we're gonna talk about next week. Nothing. We got more. Yeah. Well, we. Really really need people to tell us what to talk yeah, about let us know. <laughs> literally this podcast was built on what you said you like yeah. you like funny good we made question. you laugh yeah, yeah give us I some laughed. good conversations and uh yeah. we'll talk through them and you're you're part of the conversation uh yeah. if you're still with us subscribe share this yeah. uh follow us follow us on social media yeah. if you do we might follow you back Ooh. uh oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. It's something we're we're talking we're praying about. We'll see what the scriptures say. (laughs) 